us pray. Our Lord and our God, thank you. Thank you. Continuously, Lord, you rain down blessings upon your children. We don't understand it. I don't understand it. I you just continue to use sinners to preach the word of God. It always amazes me how your amazing grace and mercy flow over those of us who say we love you. And no matter what we do, you find it in your heart to forgive. Lord, there is no human walking on this earth that deserves the opportunity to stand before your people. So Father, I thank you. I ask you to cleanse me, to take away all my unrighteousness, and Lord, to dwell in me, Jesus, now, so that we may speak these words. And Lord, we have learned when we study to preach. It's not for them, it's for all of us. So again, Lord, I just thank you for all your gifts from on high. Thank you for the prayers that are lifted on my behalf as I prepare to make that journey. And Lord, I thank you for you always giving me the sign of tears to let me know that you are with me when I stand before thy throne of grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just got to say that God is good. You know, oftentimes I sit and I wonder, what am I doing here? Why am I getting this opportunity? And it's been a long time since I held this desk in this manner. Now, you know, God has been good to me. He has been so good. I've been through ups and downs, and things have happened in my life, and I just continue to hold on to him. No matter what you go through, you never let go of God. Amen? I learned that from my mom, from my dad, from my sister, my brother, from each one of you. We've all been going through some stuff. But yet, no matter what we go through, we sit here each and every Sabbath to pay him homage to yes. our King and to our Lord. We can never stop holding on. Amen? Never stop holding on. Because when you give it up, Satan got you. And we know that he is in the business of deception. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today, about deception. Matthew 24, 37 says, But as the days of no word, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying, and they were given marriage until that day that Noah entered the ark and, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. You know, it's amazing. Noah preached for 120 years. Worked on that ark. I can see them all beating that hammer and talking. I seen some came and joined that message. They listened. They joined in. Many of them, as they were building that ark, they passed away, but they passed away with hope. They passed away with Jesus, understand? They were ready. Some, they didn't get it. Those individuals who didn't get it, they were deceived, amen? They laughed at him, thought he was crazy. There ain't nothing gonna happen when that first drop of rain hit him in the forehead. They said, uh-oh, well, maybe Noah was on to something. But it was too late, too late. Deception, that's what we're dealing with here today, it's deception. 
We talk about Luke 17, 26 through 30. Same scripture. We're talking about Lot and his wife. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planning and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. Amen? It's about deception. 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 Genesis 6-5 says, The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become, and that every inclination of thought of his heart was only evil all the time. You know, I heard some people say that sometime when you kneel down to pray, everything is racing through your mind, except your prayer. You got to start over and over again just to get centered. You got to pray and ask the Lord to get your mind together before you can even pray to him. Something crazy is going on. The word was that every inclination of the thought of his heart was evil all the time. We got problems. We got problems. You understand me? We got issues going on because Satan is deceiving us in so many different ways. And we're still being deceived by Satan's deceptive power. Nothing has changed from Genesis 6-5 to now. Our mind, you look at the heinous crimes that are going on today. Something is wrong. We are being deceived. Yet we have everything we need to get in alignment with Christ. Amen? But something is going on. That deceptive power, nothing's changed. We're in the same state. This whole world has gone crazy. It's out of control. Amen? Ain't you glad you can sit in the house of God and feel Amen. comfort, knowing that no matter what's going on, he got you in his arms. He's going to protect us. He's going to keep us. He's going to bless us as long as we continue to follow what he says. That's right. our, scripture, our scripture basically says it all. Deception started in the garden, which you know what? We really got to back that up because it really started in heaven when there was a battle. Something was going on. There was a battle between good and evil, and Satan was able to deceive a third of the angels. And what happened? They was kicked out. They was tossed out. They was thrown out. We all understand what's going on, right? But this day, as we walk this earth, we're dealing with the same demonic force, the same spirit that deceived the angels in heaven, deceived Adam and Eve, and he's still deceiving us each and every day. Yes, he is. He's good at what he does. He's very good at what he does. You would think that how could he impact the angels in heaven? It's kind of, for me, it's always been, I can't understand that. But I can understand what's going on with me each day. I can understand what's going on with my family members each day. I can understand what's going on with friends that I meet each day. In my workplace, what's going on each day. Because I'm beginning to understand about deception. See, you can't be deceived if you understand and know what's going on. So one thing we need to do is we need to always know that Satan has no power over us. None whatsoever. We have every tool to take care of him. And the greatest tool you have is Jesus. Whenever you feel it's coming, all you got to holler out is Jesus Christ, cover me in your blood. Amen? It's not a big thing. It's an easy thing. But see, we don't rely on him 100%. We look at, you know, I look at the clocks. Every minute, every second, every millisecond, we need to be depending on Christ. Because Satan is waiting for an opportunity just for you. He knows you better than you know yourself. 
He knows your weaknesses. He knows your sorrow. He knows your joys. He knows everything. He knows everyone who lives in your household. He knows how to push your button to make you forget about the Lord and be like, I'm going to put this down here. We got to talk. We got a problem. He knows how to handle it. He knows how we're going to trigger. Amen? He's the greatest psychologist that's ever been on this earth. Sigmund Freud ain't got nothing on him. He is the man. He's defeated, but he knows what he's doing. So we need to be careful. So, I mean, the whole thing is he, he got no power on you unless you give it to him. If you buy into the foolishness that's going on, he's going to get you. And when he gets you, like they say, you're going to be got. And you're going to be got in a bad way because you're going to miss a great getting up morning. So what we need to do is we need to be more obedient. Amen. We need to listen to what God says. We need to wake up. We need to pray. We need to study. We need to call upon the comforter, the Holy Spirit, because he's here to comfort us, to lead and guide us to all things. So that we may, each and every day we make a decision, let me consult with my comforter. Take a minute, say a silent prayer, because your life and your future depends on it. The life that you live may impact somebody else. You may bring somebody else down inadvertently because you didn't make the right decision. Somebody is always watching you. That's right. Years ago, I was sitting up here doing my thing. This young lady came in, and I looked, and I went, man, I think I know her. After the service was over, she came up to me, and she said, Carl Cartier. I was like, Deborah. She goes, yeah. She goes, I'm amazed. I said, well, I'm so happy you're here. She goes, no, no, I'm amazed. In my wildest dreams, I never thought I'd see you in church, let alone leading a prayer. I know there's hope for me. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Amen. Now, understand, I wasn't a bad guy. I was a good guy. I was always a nice guy. Everything was all good, but I was being deceived, like many of us are today. Amen? Amen. 2 John 1, 6 says, and this love that we walk after his commandment. This is the commandment that ye, that as ye have heard from the beginning, ye walk in it. Basically, we need to walk in God's commandments, all right? We need to obey the law. We need to understand that it's not there to hurt us, it's there to help us, to keep us going straight. Without anything there to balance us and keep us going, where would you be today? If you didn't have the law, what would happen? I mean, I look at just on the civil law here on this earth. If we didn't obey some of those things, goodness, what would be going on today? It'd be a whole much more, more chaos than it is today. It's already chaotic, but it would be totally, totally out of control. So we have to be careful. Deception. You know, I struggled and struggled on what the Lord wanted me to speak on. My mind was on a sermon I wrote a few years ago called TikTok. Time is running out. The alarm is going to ring. Is it going to catch you with your work undone? I thought it was catchy. I was like, this is, this, this is going to work. <laughs> Didn't work. Couldn't even find it on my PC. I was like, what happened to my servant TikTok? I, I was ready. Gone. Gone. I don't know where it is. It'll be there tonight, though. I know how God works. You know what I'm saying? He'll put it in there tonight, and it's like, okay, deception. I'm good, Lord. That's where we're going to go. Because I, just like everybody else, is being deceived. Matthew 24, 24 says, For there, there shall arise false Christs, false prophets, and shall show great signs of wonder, insomuch that if it were possible, 
they would deceive even the very elect. So my question is, are you one of the very elect? See, we need to be. We need to be. We need to be studying so we understand. We need to understand that the Lord is warning us in so many different ways. I mean, you can just check out scripture. These warnings, Mark 13, 22, Matthew 24, 25, Matthew 24, 11, Matthew 7, 15. There's a lot of warnings. I challenge you, this weekend as you sit, this week as you study, go through your Bible and see if you can dig up the rest of these warnings. Bring them out, let us know what you found. It's important that we open our Bible and we look and understand so we can improve ourselves, so we can get power from the Holy Spirit, amen? When you got the Holy Ghost power in you, what you say, hallelujah? I can do all things from Christ Jesus who strengthens me, hallelujah? You can do it, but you've got to be in the Word. And you know, I'm gonna say this, don't study, study, study for to make somebody else look good. Don't study, study, study to deal with somebody else. Don't study, study, study to go to work and combat somebody because you think they're wrong. Study, study, study to show thyself approved. We need help each and every day. We grow, and as we grow, we change. Your life experiences changes how you think, who you are, what you do. So I mean, each and every day, we need to reassure ourselves with the word. And maybe what you knew before ain't what you need now. So you continue to study and the Lord will reveal more and more things to you that will allow you to stay connected and stay hooked up. Amen? Amen. So again, we want to study to show ourselves approved. Now, you know, what I'm going to say is my sermon is a deception. And what I want to make sure we understand is I'm not here to tell you all about it. We understand it. What I'm here is to help us to be enlightened, to think things through to realize how Satan is working on us because sometimes we don't really realize what's going on. It's a warning, so to speak. And when you're warned and you know something's coming and you see new things that are occurring, hopefully we'll go back and we'll begin to prepare so we can ward off his deception, amen? Because we've got to be read up, we've got to understand what's going on around the world because he is so subtle, he knows how to get to us and we won't even know what's going on, amen? amen. Hey, look, it's working. I'm blown away. God is good. Our scripture says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. Subtle, very slick, very sly, very cunning, very wise. When you're subtle, normally you study your opponent, you know a little bit about them. And that way you can direct your power and your attention to them to be able to, as we say in the hood, get over. Amen? And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest you die. Well, she had a good understanding, didn't she? Yes, she, did. she had it down pat. She knew what was going on. But yet, the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. That's the phrase that pays, ain't it? That just broke the whole thing down. And I'm sitting there going, man, if somebody said that to me, it's like, no, I know I die. God told me the game is over. I'm not going to mess that up. I ain't crazy. But see, in our minds, I say we change each and every day. You can tell me something today. I'm going to remember half of it tomorrow. 
The next day, I'll be lucky if I remember you said something to me. Because we're going through changes, you understand? You know, and it ain't necessarily that the clock is ticking. It's the fact that we are dealing with a whole lot of things each and every day, amen? Because right. sometimes we delude and confuse ourselves. For God, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as God, knowing good from evil. So he hit a one to one, then he came with the blow. You'll be like gods. Oh, you're no good and evil. Mm, wasn't that the truth? And when the woman saw that the tree, and I see that it was that one statement could convince her, oh, it's good, I'm cool. I can do this. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took the fruit thereof and did eat. And you know, she loved him. She loved him. So she gave him something he loved her and he did eat. Uh-oh. And their eyes were opened. Were they opened? They knew stuff they never, ever, ever thought they'd know before. So I mean, it's just amazing what happens. But see, this deception, and deception for all of us, is a life-changing experience. Yes. Now you think about Adam and Eve, when they went through this deception, this did not just change their lives, this changed all of humanity's lives forever. We still living because of a bad decision. Uh-oh, look at us and where we are today. Just think if she would have stood fast, or if Adam would have said, hold up, baby, don't eat that. Don't, don't wait, wait. You know, I love you. We don't want to go there. You know what the Lord said. That's why we got to have a union. Husband, wives, friends, and family. We got to stay together. We got to support one another. We got to look for one another's weaknesses. If we do that, we're less likely to see our friends and family fall. We're less likely to fall. You know, I love when you can have a confidant. I would tell my mama anything. Some people be like, man, you ain't gonna tell your mama that, is it? My mama had me. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here. Why can't I tell her? Well, your mama's getting a little old. See, my mama done experienced more things than I'll ever experience. She got more power and strength than I do. And she been walking with the Lord a whole lot longer than I have, so I know she got the power. So I don't have a problem saying, mama, I wanna talk to you about a little something, something I did. And she gives me marvelous counsel. She used to give me a little bit more, but now she gave me marvelous counsel. <laughs> and I'm happy for that. I'm happy for what she gave me then. But now she, and if she decided she had to give it to me now, I'd, I'd take it like a man, you know? <laughs> My daddy taught me early on, don't you run for your mama, boy. <laughs> yes, 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 ma'am. That got knocked out once for saying something wrong to mom, so I respect mom. And pop sleep, but I still remember that blow. <laughs> I'm gonna be a good son. So again, a life-changing event here that it happened. But you know what? We can overcome the deceiver if we rely on our Lord God. Amen? Amen? If we really understand and believe Exodus 20, the commandment, I am, thy Lord, I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt not have any other gods before me. That right there rings true. What did he tell Eve? You'll be like gods. Everything that we do on this earth is to lift up and elevate ourselves. Everything that we do, I mean, you know, you know, I'm a car freak, I got problems there, I got, I'm a junkie. But you know, we lift up ourselves in vehicles, we lift up ourselves in clothes, we lift up our, I mean, we can go to the store and buy a simple pair of black little horn rim glasses, but now nah, we got to get something that's kind of cool, you know. Gonna enhance us, make us look a little smooth, so we look, you know, nice. I say I'm doing it to keep my wife happy, but I know that's a lie, I'm doing it to keep me cool, you know. I would go and get some of that stuff, but 
It's falling out so fast, I ain't gonna worry about it. I'm gonna just go on and let it go, you know. But we wanna lift ourselves up, so we have to be careful. And so anything that we put before God is a God. So we have to keep ourselves humble and understand we serve one God, Jesus Christ, our King and our Savior. And if we serve him in all of our being, he will be there to protect and keep us from harm, amen? So the question is, how then do we often fall prey Maybe this is inadvertently to worship another gods. I always say it's deception. Just like he beguiled Eve and Adam, he's still beguiling us. Do we know what we're doing when we start to do these things? Do we understand? I think we can be so confused and taken up by the world, and so many things are going on, he's got us confused. So again, it's deception. Do we know who these gods are? are that we're giving our praise and honor to? I think, again, it's deception. Because sometimes, that's why I use the word inadvertently. Sometimes we do it and we don't even realize what we're doing. And today, I just want to share some things that will maybe help us to understand, uh-oh, I may have a problem. Uh-oh, I may need to make a change. Uh-oh, I never even thought about that. And the thing is, whether I'm right or wrong, the thing is for you to contemplate who and what you are. The things that you do, the places you go, the things that you see, I want you to contemplate those so you can understand what's going on in your life and how he is deceiving you. Because trust me, he's deceiving each and every one of us. All we need to do is get a hook on what he's doing and then we can be like, uh-uh, I got this. This ain't gonna happen no more. Amen? <clears throat> Daniel 8, 25, and I'm gonna read this out of... Uh, I have a Bible that I like. It's called the Bible in plain, simple English. It says it this way, because, you know, I ain't all that smart. I'll be, I'll be hanging on barely. But it says, and his design will be turned against holy people, causing deceit to do well in his hand. In his heart, he will make himself great. That's Satan, right? And send destruction on numbers who are living unconscious of their danger. We don't even know what he's doing. It's we, we're not aware. And he will put himself up against the prince of princes, and he will be broken, though not by man's hands. It's a warning. It's letting you know what he's doing. He's letting you know that thousands upon thousands upon thousands, millions of people are going to fall because they're being deceived. That's right. But yet we have a hope. In the same scripture, it says he will be broken, but it ain't going to be by us because we ain't no match for Satan. No, not. I done tried to wrestle with him before, you know what I'm saying? And didn't work. Didn't work. Got a whole lot of trouble. But hey, you know, thank God the Lord will pull you out of those problems. So again, we know that the human race, Adam and Eve, have been, we're influenced by what we see, what we hear. And I mean, we're just like, what do they say, curiosity kills a cat? We're curious people. And when we see stuff, we can't help but go look. You know, you be at home and you hear something outside, you want to go look. I wonder what's up out there. <laughs> hear a gunshot, you want to run out there and look. I'd be like, I'm going the other way. Because if I heard one, I know there's some more following. Give me something hard in front of me so I know I ain't got to deal with that. So, you know, we, we got to understand we have this problem, you know. We're all really kind of just overcome by the entertainment industry. It's got us on a hook. We like the movies, all this stuff. We be going and checking it out. You know, we're all trying. Like I said, we want to escalate and elevate ourselves. Sometimes we use the excuse, I can't see that well, so I got to get me a 45-inch LCD with 3D. 
I got to get a 60 inch because, you know, I can't, I, I, it's just, I don't have to wear my glasses no more. But we got to get all that stuff hanging on the wall, hook it up, and we say, well, this is now my family. We can sit down and have a, we can watch a movie, we can watch TV with the family, I can be at home, I can have a nice time. So, you know, we have these entertainment centers in our home. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing. You know, we got to have them speakers up there that when you turn it up, you can rumble and your windows be rattling and people going by. It's like, what in the world? I said, what are they doing in there? Because we want to entertain ourselves. We want to escape. You know, we want to escape from all of this crazy stuff that's going on. So, you know, we come and we sit down with the family, we turn on the TV, and we watch all these nice shows on television. Amen? And so as we're looking and flipping through the dial, let me see if it's going to work. Let me see what's up. Punch me one more. There we go. Praise the Lord. And so, I don't know, I might have to get some new batteries. So like I say, we sit there and we flip through the dials. The scripture tells us, 1 Peter 1, 3, wherefore gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. The key here for me is gird up your mind. You know what I mean? Get your mind prepared. Lock it down. Be aware of what's going in there. You know, the Lord gave us all these senses. We got touch, we got smell, we got taste, we got sight, we got hearing, right? You know, I, I was watching uh, John Lomacain. John Lomacain said, everybody's running around, we got iPods hooked up on us. We got a little one costs $50, got a thousand songs on it. An iPod in itself is a good thing, but it's what we're listening to on that iPod that can distort our minds, jack us up, and get us in a world of hurt. I see young people, it's like, what you listening to? Let me see if that's some old school. I'll be like, man, I ought to throw this on the ground and crush it. This is crazy stuff. I don't even understand what's going on. But see, we love that music, and all these things are getting us all caught up. So we need to be careful about what we see and what we hear. I remember back in the day, they would say, what is it? See no evil, hear no evil, and speak no evil. That's all they're telling you. It's simple when you read it. Just Watch what you see, what you hear, and what you say. Amen? And the Lord will protect and keep us. So we got to do that. So what I'm saying is somebody is controlling your mind by your sensory input. And if we don't be careful, we're going to be in trouble. Amen? You know, like I said, we go in and we see harmless programs. So we flip on the dial and, oh, it's American Idol. They got that catchy music. Everything is bumping and jumping. You sitting there going, yeah, we're going to see what's going to happen tonight. The first thing that catches me is it's an idol. Didn't God say we'll have no other idol before us? So number one, I'm like, no, I don't think I'm catching that right off the top of my head. So it's deception, amen? Trying to get you to follow somebody and idolize somebody because of a song that they sang. But just think about when we get in heaven, we'll be sounding better than anybody ever sounded before anyway. If you practice real hard here, you can sound okay. It's just all right, you know, it just depends on what the Lord has given you. So I mean, you know, again, for us, the Christians, the only idol we have is Jesus Christ. But it's an innocent name. It's an innocent gesture. And the deal here is we're just being deceived. But you know, as we listen to these contestants, we begin to have a zeal for them. I hear people talking about it, work, oh, so-and-so did this, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, we putting them more in front of anything that even worship. We don't even worship with this much energy and zeal. Can't wait on the radio, on the internet. I wonder who won. Oh, I got to vote. And I'm like, this is, a, this is ridiculous. This has no merit in my getting to the kingdom whatsoever. 
But what it is, it could be a hindrance for me getting in the kingdom, amen? But the thing is, this the subtle things that are going on American Idol. You know, we, we watch, what's this program, Glee. Everybody watch Glee with them, all them little young people from high school, and they sang. I said, I never heard any young people sing this good. They just outstanding singers. And we get Glee for watching Glee. But the thing is, these are high school students with amazing voices, and they sing these songs and do all these things, and it's like, my goodness, they're so good. And I mean, we invite this into our homes each and every night that it's on, and we forget that this is non-Christian lifestyle. We allow it in our homes, on our big screens, and on our speakers, and it's a subliminal message that's coming to us. Because in the innocence of seeing them sing, there's promiscuity, there's homosexuality, there's all these things that are going on. And remember, Satan will mix truth with error to make it a little easy to go down. Makes it sweet, you know, you'd be like, ah, well, you know, it gets sour when it's down here. And it's like, well, it was all right. It was an innocent little program. I'm enjoying this. The kids are singing. It's something constructive. It's a good thing. But it ain't. It ain't good. Because we're letting this into our home. And if you've got little kids sitting there watching it, I flipped it on the other day, and these two, two guys was kissing. I was like, oh, now, they ain't went too far now. I think I'm through with this. This got to go. This got to go. And I mean, it was just blatant. And I was like, See, people are just going to let this go because they're bombarding us, bombarding us with this information. And after a while, at first it's disgusting. Then it's like, well, you know, we got to let people be people. Then it's like, well, that's all right. And the next thing you know, we don't care. But yet we forget how it's influencing those around us, our children, our family. You got to stand for something. You got to click it off. You got to be like, no, I'm not going to allow this in my home anymore because it's not good. And remember, we all are weak, and you never know what Satan is going to put in your pathway. We've all been surprised by friends and families who have made a change. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was in school, I wanted to be a psychologist, and I believe in the, um, the environmentalist attitude. If you put somebody in a given environment, they're going to change. That's right. I don't care who they are, what they are, what, how strong their constitution. If I put you in this environment, you're going to become violent, you're going to go kill somebody. If I put you in this environment that's all good, it's going to work. I love that old movie by Eddie Murphy when he was broke down, they put him, made him rich. He was a whole different person. That was my movie. It's like, man, that just shows the theory. Somebody who wrote this must have been deep into psychology because it's true. It's true. So that's why I'm saying you let this stuff into your house, you get it into your mind. When the wrong opportunity or the right opportunity hits in your weakest point of view, you don't know what the heck you're going to do. Deception. Deception. They're diluting your ability to think. They're diluting your ability to make a wise decision. That's why earlier I said you got to pray every millisecond before you make a move. Lord, when you just call on him, you know, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. I'm finna think something crazy. You could say, never mind, Lord, I got it. You done already talked to me. I, I'm cool. But you need to finish that prayer calling him because Satan is trying to deceive you. So again, I mean, we look at this program, it seems innocent. And then they have the new generation, the new families now. I love it. When I was young coming up, there was no black people. I thought they could have just left TV black and white. They could have just left it white. Because you didn't see nobody on there that was of color. They would color white people to look like Indians. They would put blackface on to look like us. But then, oh, well, we had Amos and Andy. I got to remember that. We had Amos and Andy. He the man. You know, he the man. He broke in. 
But I mean, now when we flip the dial, we see everything. Everything is good. It's on commercials. I say, I feel good now. I'm seeing my peoples. I'm seeing my Hispanics, my, my Latino. I'm, I'm happy. Asians, I'm good. I'm the minority's minority. I believe that we all got it together. And if we band together, we are the majority. And if we band together in Christ, watch out. Watch out. That's right. What it means, though, all this is over because Jesus is coming because we done done the work. Everybody been talked to, preached to, they know what's coming on. It's done. We can go home. We don't have to deal with this crazy, insane stuff anymore. Party's over. But again, I like, uh, what's the name? Um, I meant to write it. Oh, Modern Family. Modern Family. That's a cool little program. You got an older white guy who married a young Hispanic wife. She's all cool. They got a little, little kid. And then he has children from another marriage. He got a daughter with two crazy kids, and she seems to have a little drinking issue, and her husband is a nut. Typical family. Then the son, he's married. He has a husband. You hear me? He has a husband, and it's all good because it's like, well, they adopted this cute little Asian baby. They're giving this little baby a wonderful home. And it seems like a good thing, but it's not. Again. They push them into your home an alternative lifestyle that you could be impacted by. Your children could be impacted by. We need to watch what we see. Amen? We need to carefully evaluate. We don't need to be sleep. I be sleep on the couch, but I wake up going, wait, wait a minute. I like technology. Let me back that up. What was that? Oh, heck no. What is this? No, this is out. I'm through. Unless it's a car. I watch almost anything with a car, but normally it's okay. Well, it is. I wrote a letter to Hot Rod Magazine and I said, I don't buy this car for girls, I buy it for cars. Would you please put the women in the girly magazine and let my Hot Rod Magazine be cars? That's what I want it for. I don't want the bathing suit issue, I don't want all that. I want cars. That's what I'm buying for. Several didn't respond, so I don't buy them no more. I fixed that problem, right? So um, again, we can't be sitting there half sleep going, well, it's okay, it's no big deal, or be overcome by the good that they've done because they've adopted, and that's a good thing. But again, you know, I keep going, I think about these children with two dads, two moms. They're going to be confused. And I understand in the education system, when they tell stories, they have to change the way they tell the story. They can't say that the perfect house is mommy and daddy. They can't say that no more because it's offensive to some people. You know, I, uh, Loma Cain the other day said, and I loved it, he said, you know what? What they're doing to us is offensive to us as Christians. We need to stand up for who we are and what we are, not in a bad way, but just to stand up for what we know and believe in. And we don't have to allow these things to happen if we just voice our opinion. And if you don't want to voice it, all you got to do is go click, and it's off. When their ratings drop, trust me, they gone. But as long as we pay homage to them, and I'm sorry I use that word homage, they're going to continue to keep pushing more of this junk in your house. Because when they see this program successful, trust me, they're going to kick off another one and another one and another one. And the next thing you know, you won't be watching nothing. I advise you go ahead and get your three ABN antenna. It's $99. They'll install it for 100 And then you have nice Christian programming on 24 hours a day. Amen? And understand 3ABN is hitting 98% of the world right now. 98%. The other 2%, they're sending iPods with the King James Bible on it, in every language it needs to be. They're getting out there, so in a minute, this thing gonna wrap up. It's gonna wrap up. So again, deception. I mean, and you know, we talk about, you know, and understand, I have a lot of friends that are homosexual, 
I love them with all my heart. God said we got to love the sinner, but we got to hate the sin. And every time I kick it with them, they be like, what's the matter? I'm waiting for you. Well, you know, I got to go there, man. You really need to quit doing this. They know it's coming because I love them, I like them, and I'm worried about their salvation. I know where they're going if they don't flip the script. And it's like, try. You just try it for a while. You know, challenge me. If there's something you know that I'm doing, challenge me to, to stop that, and I'll challenge you to stop that, and we'll work on it together. You don't understand, man. You don't understand. You don't understand. I do understand because sin is sin. That's all it is is sin. It ain't nothing but sin. There ain't no good sin, bad sin, high-level sin, big sin. It's sin. We can overcome sin if we give our lives to Jesus. If we confess, stay on our knees, pray, study, we can overcome. I've done it. You can do it. But you got to try it first. And if you don't believe, challenge God. Like, I forgot that Diane brought some lady here who spoke. And she used the term, twist God's arm. And I fell in love with that phrase. And I tell my friends, twist God's arm. Demand that he shows you that he's real. Tell him, if you don't show me, I'm through with it. Demand it. And I said, trust me, he'll come through, and then you're going to have to do something. But when he does that, you'll know that you have the power now that you can hook on that's going to get you through this problem. So again, you know, we just got to understand we got to be subtle. And again, you know, we, we know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. So some of these folks better get ready because it's going to be going to be a problem going on. But now, we want to talk a little bit about, like we say, the industry. This slide up above here, I want you to make reference to what it says. Hollywood is the magic wand that keeps modern man under the Illuminati spell. The major television companies, movies, movie houses, publishing firms, newspapers, and magazines, the article goes on and it says it's owned by Jews. I don't know if that's true or not, so I said, I don't know. If you control the flow of information and how that information is presented, you control the minds of the public. Amen? We just talked about it in the movies and theaters. It's true. What we see is what we get. You want a new, you want a new Ford Focus. Why? Because I see it on TV 4,500 times in a day. I've got to have a new Toyota because it's reliable. How do I know that? Because I see it on TV every day. I've got to have that lipstick because it makes my lips look pretty and it's going to make the boys want to kiss me. We're sold a bill of goods every day. Realize that they pay millions of dollars to psychologists who write these ads to get to our minds. Yes, they do. Because they know we're weak and feeble. We're weak and feeble because we don't study long and we don't walk with the Lord and put him first in our lives. So we fall prey to the crazy advertising gimmicks that are out there. And I'm just, I fall prey too, you know, I'm, I'm, I got problems. But again, and I like the title, Inside the, what is it? Yeah. Inside the whorehouse, the Gnostic doctrine, Satanism, and mind control. You see here, and that's, that's my man there, Sammy Davis Jr. And we know Sammy, been, he's he been gone a long time. But I mean, this has been going on for ages and ages and ages. We see this individual here, he's head of the, the Satanic Church. So it's some things going on. And I just want to flash some stuff so you get an idea what's going on. Amen? It's crazy. So, I mean, everywhere we go in the industry, there's things going on. I just want to bring you some, some images so you can kind of see what's going on. Because, see, Satan has a way of talking to his people. He has a way of letting them know that we're with you. 
He has signals that they use back and forth to each other. And these things are happening around us each and every day. But see, they're subtle things. But subtle communication is how they know one another is doing things. And you know, I often wondered, how do these people get to be so big in the industry? How are they making it so big? Because sometimes I don't know where these people come. They sing two or three songs, and then they mega stars, making mega money. And you'd be like, they wasn't all that good. How did this happen? They give allegiance to the man. See, we talk about the devil horns, right? Everywhere you go, you see people like, hey, what's up, you know? You need to be not doing that anymore. Because when you do that, again, it's deception. You're paying homage to Satan. You may not know it, but Satan laughing at you. Look at that Christian. He don't know. He's giving me power. He's giving my sign. Look at some of your clothes and make sure that you don't see some of these things on the clothes that you're buying because you are investing in him and not investing in him. So, I mean, again, this is just some subtle stuff I just want to make people kind of see. I mean, we see our girl there. There's a Miss Oprah. The new Oprah Network. Millions and millions. I said, Oprah can't act. She can't sing. She ain't pretty. She's smart. Or is somebody giving her the power to do what she's doing? I don't understand how she rose to power out of nothing. She was good in them two or three movies. But I just, I go, I can't understand how this happened. She's a good businesswoman. I mean, the Pope, of course, go figure. Of course, that's his game plan, right? We know what he's doing. And we got our ex-president. Everywhere you go, no matter where you go, what you look at, you're going to see people throwing up these signs. We got Jay-Z. And you know, I, I say this. Young people, it blows me out when I see tattoos. You know, number one, the Lord tells us we should not be doing that. But you know what blows me out, what, what tickles me is, I see black folks with Chinese figures on them. And I'd be like, man, what's that mean? Oh, it means so and so and so. I say, you don't know what it means. You read Chinese? <laughs> they could be like, on there going, I'm a fool. I'm an idiot. I'm a clown. Kick me in the head. You don't know what it say. I'm like, why would you put something on there you can't read? That's about the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's like, I cannot comprehend that. But we're being deceived. Amen? We're being deceived. I mean, you know the tattoo of the dragon there? That's a satanic symbol. And if you look at certain people's tattoos, you'll be seeing these things like some of those crosses ain't for cross for God. They cross for Satan. It's amazing what we're doing, and we're not even realizing how we're letting Satan into our mind and letting him take control. The evil eye is on a dollar bill. But the evil eye within a triangle is Satan looking at you. Satan looking at you. It's mind control slipping into our lives, and we don't even realize it. And we're going along with the program. Yo, yo, hey, man, what's up? You know, and we see it every day. And the more you look and see these things, you'll be seeing people all secretly just doing little signs around you. And it's like, this is kind of crazy. There's something going on here. It's a subliminal message going to somebody. It ain't going to us. But then we begin to do it because it's cool, it's hip, it's just OK. It's, a, it's an innocent gesture. It's not going to hurt anything. We can just do our thing. So, I mean, we need to be careful. Our man, I mean, some of the songs that he sings, some of the things that he's doing, he says he don't pray to God. I pray to God. He, Satan confesses it and tells you all, tells you in your face, and we still run out by his record, still doing his thing. We got to understand. We got to look a little deeper because it ain't about a groove. It ain't about a music. It's about your soul and your life and where you're going to be. If you let these influences come into your life, he's deceiving you through a beat. He's deceiving you through a lyric. 
He's deceiving you in so many different ways we don't realize that we're giving up our salvation. And in the end, God's going to be like, flee, I don't know you. Because we've wound up giving the majority of our time to this and not giving it to him. Amen? So we've got to be careful about what we're doing. And, you know, it's, it's um, I watched a clip, and, and Jay-Z was doing a concert, and there he was. And millions of people out there was giving him the same sign, and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Some of those may have given their lives to Satan. Some is just giving it back because they think it's cool. But I don't know where they're coming from. So we got to be very careful about what we're doing. Here we see the goat of Mendez, definitely a satanic signal, uh, a sign. And then you look at Beyonce. She's got the head right up on her breastplate. Hello? Who's she serving? Now, is, it, is she aware? Does she know what she's doing? I don't know. But all I can do is see evil, right? I can see it. And I know that something there ain't right. I need to think about it. Do I really want this woman's music in my house? Do I know what she really stands for? And you know, I recall when she first came out, she looked so sweet and innocent, huh? Didn't she look beautiful and nice and just plain and pretty? Now she looked crazy. She looked, well, I, I guess the brothers would be like, now she looked fine. She all sexy, stuff all up here, half naked. It's like, whoa, goodness, she looked good. She looked good the first way she came out. Now she just looks, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, you know, I could go on 7th Street and see some folk looking like that. So, again, she's giving all of her, she's giving glory to the occult. And I mean, these are just a few little snapshots. Here, it's the 666. That's the double six when they do this okay with this. They talking to Satan. That's their message, 666. Better be careful. I said, oh man, I got to do like this now, okay. I'm gonna keep my okay small. So, I mean, it's just good to be aware of these things. And I mean, in the music industry, and I mean, if you look at all the more album covers you got, it's crazy. It's crazy when you begin to look and see what's going on. It's crazy. You begin to understand how did these people attain stardom so quick and so fast. Somehow or another, they gave their allegiance to Satan. And he blew it up. And he's got billions of followers who will buy that stuff and just make them wealthy. So again, we need to be very careful. Politicians. And my wife was like, don't put that baby in there. I said, but why? We're training our children to do this stuff from an infant. And if we don't understand, it's coming into the home. He may be doing a, you know, that's the Vulcan sign, you know, those Star Trek freaks. But in a minute, he'll be getting it right. And he'll be doing his thing. I mean, politicians, government, high-level officials, it's everywhere you go. Look at them. They just cool. Yeah, you know, it's like, wait a minute. Something's going on. And even this one tripped me out. Tripped me out completely. Is it 666 stage or is it intentional? See, 666 in the background. Yeah, it says 60 years, 60 years. But look how it all laid out, 666. Now they weren't, they were just, because Condoleezza Rice is ours from the United States. And the, what is it, United Kingdom, 2005, the number 666 behind her. Notice how the logo below was cleverly designed celebrating the UN's 60th anniversary to appear as 666 above. It's a subliminal message that's going out to the world. And see, we done got so neutralized, we see 666, we don't even care no more. It's like, oh, no big deal, who cares? Not, not a big thing. But again, we need to be careful. Our religious leaders, they doing it up and down. I have a, a DVD that I hope to bring here that talks about Benny Hinn. It's some pretty powerful stuff will break down all of the crazy stuff that he does and makes you understand 
You know, it always used to amaze me when they could call people front and they could touch them and they would just fall out. It's mass hypnosis. They take a course on how to do it. So it ain't no spirit in that. It's how you hypnotize people so that you can control their mind and you can touch them and they fall out. So they ain't getting the spirit of the Holy Ghost. They're getting the spirit all right, and it ain't holy. So again, we got to be careful. These are Mormon temple. Mormon temple. Satanic signs all over it, carved into it. I have other photographs that just is amazing of what they're doing. And I mean, you know, I came out of the Catholic church. Years ago, we went to a Catholic church to hear a program. And I told my wife, I, I don't think I can stay in here. I mean, because I've looked and I've learned, and I'm like, there's so many satanic signs in here, I got to go. I was getting nervous. It's like, you know, I don't think I can handle this. And I used to be in that little box, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And I'm like going, man, I'm so happy the Adventists broke me out of that. Mama, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, because Lord knows what would have happened to me by now. But again, we just need to be careful. But if you look at architecture, you'll see these things all around you, subtle things. And again, it's creeping into our mind. It's taking control. This book, you can buy it on the internet. Everybody got the great controversy, right? Everybody got that? But do you have the illustrated great controversy? I was in Texas when they came out with this book, and somehow or another, the layman was like, oh, you got to buy this. We bought, I don't know, 15, 20 of them and brought them back here to California and gave them out. But it's got all of those symbols and signs that are in the Catholic Church. It also describes where they came from, who they are. And when you go to a Catholic Church and you're looking at all those symbols, you're going, oh my God. The Masonic Temple, you'll see all these crazy things, Satan signs in there. Subtle things that are getting to us that we're not aware of that's going to be like a life-changing event for us when Jesus comes, amen? So now I gotta find myself where I'm on my paper because I was, I was just kind of rolling. Oh. But you know, I want to let you know that I was reading an article and they say the internet technology is for Satan. I say technology, all good things came from God. We just use it in a bad way. I mean, when you have the internet, and this is what I, I want you to do, I want, you, I want to challenge you to go and get educated. I want you to go home, kick it up, you know, after the Sabbath set tomorrow, whenever you have a time, just go into your browser and put satanic images. Satanic images. I love the Temptations used to sing a song, take a stroll through your mind. You'll be amazed at what you might find. Plug that in and take a look at what you see. Put in Freemasons and see what you get. Put in the Illuminati and read some. The last thing I'm going to tell you, and I want, I want to make you aware, Alexander Crowley, this cat is insane. He is Satan reborn. He's dead. But he's like, he's like a god to people who worship the devil. This man is absolutely, he started a legacy and they are following him still today. Satanic worship, but he was the king of it. He said, I am, I want to be God. Sounded like somebody else we know, huh? So I mean, these things are happening around us. I want us to be aware that Satan is deceiving us in so many different ways. But he can't deceive you if you begin to get information and you be like, whoa. And like I'm saying, it seems innocent, but when you hit the internet and look at satanic images, let me tell you, you're going to see stuff, you're going to be like, what? You're going to see all kinds of people that you know, stars and everything else, flashing a allegiance to somebody who ain't Jesus Christ, amen? You might see some of your friends and buddies up there. I don't know. I was pretty surprised by what I seen. There's enough stuff out there to be, it's out of hand. So again, try those things, satanic images, Freemasons. Alester Crowley, C-R-O-W-L-E-Y, and the Illuminati. 
you'll be, you'll be enlightened, trust me. You might be scared, I was a little scared, but you'll be enlightened. When I moved to Houston, that's when I saw all these things and people telling me I was the Illuminati and all this, and I was like, hold up, information overload. But it enlightened me to realize that the power is running underground. It's subliminal messages to their people that are talking. And if I get caught up in that, I'm gonna be in trouble. So I'm very aware of who I'm around, what's going on, and like, you know, I like them firecrackers, light, on, light fuse, lay on ground and get away. When I see Satan, I'm gonna get the, heck, get, get the heck out. I ain't playing, because I know I'm no power to deal with him. So again, inadvertently, we can give our allegiance to something that ain't right. And we are wondering after the beast if we don't understand these things because we're beginning to dress like them. We're using the hand gestures. We're paying homage to the most low and not the most high. Messages to young people, this is the one I like. It says, guard well the avenues of your soul. You know, Peter said a little bit differently, gird up. But I like this one because it's plain and simple. Guard the avenues of your soul. So that's what you see, what you hear, what you allow in your home. All those things are avenues to get in. Make sure you evaluate what you got to do is you got to put a filter. So only the good stuff gets through. Now, you're going to be lucky to find some good stuff, but we want to make sure that we can lock it down. Amen? So those who follow the Lord, we have signs too. That's a, the saving grace. You know, Satan got all his stuff going on, but we got our stuff too, right? I mean, who in here, who, who walks around and goes, happy Sabbath? That's an Adventist term. Ain't nobody going to say happy Sabbath. I don't care where you go in the world. When you hear that, it's like, oh, I know who they are. This young man came into my job. He just started working for us. Very smart. Master, no, he's got a, a PhD in chemical engineering and a, and a master's in, um, oh, it's another, another chemistry, uh, organic chemistry. This cat's a genius. Scares me to death. And I laugh at him. I said, anytime people got two first names, I know they're smart. Lawrence Henry. I was like, man, I'm scared of you. No, no, Carl, don't ask me no questions because I can't articulate in the manner that you'll understand. No, 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 no. But he's a good guy. But he ran in my office one day and he goes, man, 316, I got to be able to find a way. I said, Hold up, what are you talking about, 316, man? Where are you coming from? I listened to my religious radio and it says I have to go out and I have to tell somebody about 316. I said, well, you did it. I got you. I know where you're at. And I said, I always thought something was different about you. Now I know we can operate on a higher level in education. We're working on a higher level called God. I said, because I have witnessed you and thought that you was a little different. But I mean, that's a code. Somebody walk up to you and say 316, you're going to go, oh, I know what that is. Right? Somebody throw up some sign, you'll be like, what, what? So I mean, we have a language too. So I mean, God established our signs that we can use. We have the rainbow, amen? Genesis 9:13. God gave us the rainbow after the flood as a sign that he would never destroy the world by flood again. But you know, it's kind of crazy. You know, we, we, we know that Satan will take good and turn it to bad. Now you see the rainbow in the back of somebody's car because you know they're gay. Took our sign and flipped the script. Don't it make you mad? It's like, wait a minute, man, what'd you do that for? Couldn't you pick something else? Triangle or something? Why you got to take my rainbow? For every good thing that God has, Satan will create a negative copy. Amen? But we had a rainbow. We have the commandments. Amen? Deuteronomy 6, 8, for us to keep them in our minds. Now, Satan has, this, this amazed me, if you read all your Bible, understand your commandments, Satan, as Haxley worked with his people to remove 90 of the words out of, I believe, the fourth commandment. You read the fourth commandment in entirety, now when they publish it, 90 of the original words is removed. So, I mean, see, he's slowly moving forward. We already know he's manipulated, removed one, cut one in half to make it 
Remember Ben White preached that sermon last year? In fact, he preached that same sermon one day, no, one day after this day. It was the 27th of last year, 2010. So he told you all about that, how Catholicism has chopped up the scripture. So again, but these are our signs of wonder, the commandments. The Sabbath, Ezekiel 2020, it's a sign between us and him, that we're sealed. He is our God. God says the Sabbath is a sign, uh, is a sign that he is our God. There should be no confusion about that. We have that sign. It's ours. Pastor's going to talk about I think we talked, no, we talked about the seal last night. Should have been there. Should have been there. I'm telling you, should have been there. I think, you know, I think me and Diane have been through at least 20 Revelation seminars, and my mom must have been through 100. We have been through everyone that's been here, including Texas, but I'm still here because I can't get it all. You know, I mean, you have to come to get it. When you come and you get it, you realize, ooh, somebody's been deceiving me. I said, when I don't come, I'm being deceived right then and there. Because I can understand, maybe, okay, I got Tuesday, I can't do this. I can't do it on Wednesday, Thursday. But I said, man, Friday's the Sabbath. I should be able to come out and sit down and get God's word. It's free. It don't cost nothing. All I got to do is get in the car and get here. It's warm. It's light. It's nice. Just come out. What the heck? But you're being deceived if you don't come. Because we put all this other stuff in front of that. I'm tired. I got to eat my dinner, my kids, this, that. Pack them stinky kids up in the car come to church. We family, they ain't got to be perfect. Ain't nobody up in here perfect, but we can be perfect if we come and get the word of God. If we keep missing out, we're going to miss something that's going to be a life-changing event for us because Satan is trying to keep it from you, trying to keep you in darkness. When pastor stands, this light is being given unto us. We need to come out and get this because one day you ain't going to be able to get it. And then it's going to be like that flood. Uh-oh, too late. Get it while you can. Make an assertive effort to say, I'm going to come. I'm here every night. My excuse, my method, I got to run the system. I got to be here. That ain't why I'm here. I'm running out on the secondary side. I'm here so I can get something, so I can make me better and give me an opportunity to get into the kingdom and be able to have something to witness to somebody instead of going, uh, well, because nothing in, nothing out. Amen? You got to come. You got to get it. So again, we got to work this through. The blood of the lamb. Amen? Exodus 12, 13. The children of Israel, when they were down in Egypt, when saved, when they put the blood on their doorpost, everything was good. So again, the blood of the Lamb is a sign for us. So we need to understand that we have signs too. But you know, I'm going to tell you, there's five reasons I think that we don't get it. You know, we got to admit that we're rebels, we're crazy, we don't want to really follow anything. Even though we say we love the Lord, we don't really follow the Lord. There's always these excuses. So I'm going to give you five reasons why we're messed up. Ignorance. The litmus test of our love for Christ is in John 14, 21. Nothing more, nothing less. Whosoever, whoever has my commandments and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. So it's ignorance. Cherry picking the scripture. That is, we select what we like and we avoid the things that don't fit my lifestyle. I don't want to hear about that because I, I can't go there. I, I don't want to hear that. That's wrong. You need to envelope all of it. Because the only way you're going to change is to realize I'm messed up. I got a problem. So you got to hear the good and the bad. And then you got to make that assertive effort. I got to fix this. Now, sometimes it looks like it's so much wrong with me. It's like, how am I going to even? I'm going to just let it go. 
Pick one thing. Say, Lord, fix this. Or say, Lord, show me something that can save me, and he will give it to you. Take your Bible and sit it on the counter and just say, Lord, open it where I need help. He's going to open it where you need help. Trust me. I've done it. Read that scripture, and the first thing you're going to say is like, that ain't for me. Cherry picking the scriptures, I can. See? Listen to what he's, pray, ask him to show you, he'll show you. Trust me. Trust me. If you don't trust me, trust him. Give him a chance to work in your life. So cherry picking the scriptures, we got to quit picking what we want and start focusing on things that's going to help us to grow. Amen? Forgetfulness. Now, I can, I can relate to this one. But this is a different, forgetfulness. We look into the mirror of the word. Note that we need to change, and then we'd be like, I look okay, I'm done. I'm cool. I'm going to let it go. We don't follow through. We know we got a problem. We know we got an issue. We know we need to do this, but we want to forget that we've made a conscious decision to make a change. We just want to forget it. And when you forget it, it goes away because the only one who knows about it is you and Jesus. But if Jesus knows about it, mm-mm, mm-mm, it ain't going to be forgotten. Amen? So again, we can't be getting forgetful. We vacillate. Peter instructs us that the unstable distorts the scripture to their own destruction. That's 2 Peter 1, 1, uh, 3.16. In Jesus' parable of the sower, the believer begins to apply God's word to his life, but then incurs trouble or persecution, and because of his shallow roots, he vacillates, vacillates, vacillates. And normally when you vacillate, you give it up, right? It's done. You don't do it. So again, we vacillate. Distorting. In our ignorance or instability, we literally torture, twist, wrench, or pervert the word of God rather than face up to its exact meaning. Amen? They're doing it on the Sabbath. You hear songs that says Sunday is the Sabbath. People are, oh, you can worship any day. Any day is the Sabbath. No, the Sabbath is the Sabbath. It's in the Bible. It's, you can look in encyclopedias. You can look on a calendar. It's absolutely, unequivocally proven what day it is. It ain't no doubt about it. They can't disprove it. Every piece of literature you pick up, it says it. Even an old Bible, if you have old Bibles, 15, 20 years old, pick them up. It even defines in the back of the Bible that the Sabbath day is Saturday. Newer Bibles don't say that no more because we're being deceived, amen? We're being deceived. So again, we distort. So I mean, we question everything. That's our other problem. We qu- are there changes that we need to make now? Nah, I'm okay. I'm good. But what we need to do is we need to face up and face Jesus and be unashamed of who we are and how messed up we are because he's the only one who can fix us, heal us, and set us on our way. Amen? Amen. So again, where are we with deception? We all claim we love the Lord, yet we're too busy for him. We don't have time to hear the word. We always got something else going on. But for those who do not know the Lord, I mean, the pastor announced we got a revelation seminar going on right here, right now. Come out. Everybody in here has no reason not be here tonight. It's raining, it's a terrible day. Even if it's the sunshine, it's still a terrible day. Any day that you can get the Lord's message and you don't get it, it's a terrible day. You are being deceived because somebody's put something you think is more important than your own salvation. Your salvation, but this is life-giving information. And I'm going to tell you, you know, when the first one I went to, I was confused. I walked away going, good Lord. Information overload, can't hang. A year later, it was starting to make sense. Little things would pop up. I'm like, all right, I read that. I studied that. I know what that means. I could go back to my manual. Now, anybody who knows me know I can't write, so I couldn't read what I wrote in there, but I had the questions, and I was like, I can look this up again. So 
again, if you don't get it, you ain't going to have it. And you ain't going to get it nowhere but right here. Amen? It's free. Can you beat that? Somebody going to give you life-giving information, and you're going to be like, I'm a, I, I want to come. Deception. Don't fall for it. Come. Get this information. Make an effort to be here every night that you can. And I realize, hey, we're all human. We got things going on. But I'm challenging you. Don't be deceived. Amen? So again, we need to come out. We need to spend some time with the Lord. And then it was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, as we studied the Revelation seminar, it was wonderful. Revelation 6:12, watch as he opened the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat's hair. The whole moon turned red, blood red, and the stars fell in the sky, fell to earth as late figs dropped from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. Now, all of you have, you're aware, ain't you, that all these signs have passed. Amen? We all, we all know that? If you was at the seminar the other night, you would definitely know it. But I mean, all the years I've been walking in this church, I know all those things have come to pass. It's done. It's over. It's over with. That means he can come anytime he wants. Any moment. In a twinkling of an eye, he could be here. Now the question is, will I be changed or will I be smoked? It's all about being educated and know what's going on. So what I love, Pastor says, we're living between two scriptures now. Those things have come to pass. And when you read next, the sky receded like a scroll, rolling up and every mountain and island was removed from its place. He's coming. He's coming. We're living in the last days. Satan is deceiving you every kind of which way he can. Don't fall prey to his deception. You don't have to be like Adam and Eve. You don't have to be like Lot's wife. You have to be Christ-like. Make a decision to educate yourself. Hit that internet and see what's going on. Make a decision to, I'm going to follow God all the way. Make a decision to understand how Satan is deceiving you and stop it. Amen? We got to stop it. Because the more he's in, the less God is out. After a while, your temple will shrivel up and it roll over and die. There'll be no place for the Lord in you. And we don't want to look like we Christians. We want to be Christians. You understand? There's a different thing about a Christian when you see him coming. When you see him coming, you know something's going on. Evil will walk around you. I've been with people and it's like the thugs walk around. It's like, man, why do you? I respect that lady. Why you respect her? Because she stands for the Lord. I ain't going to mess with none of God's people. The criminals out there got enough common sense to know they ain't going to mess with God's people. But if you covert about being a Christian, they're going to knock you out. They're going to take you out of here. Take your money because you're faking the funk. You got to be real. Amen? So again, do not allow Satan to continue to deceive you. Time is getting short. God is about to wrap this thing up. We're supposed to be about our father's business. We ain't supposed to be sleeping in the closet, taking it easy, resting. We're supposed to be doing something. So I challenge you. I'm going to keep this because I cried on it. I challenge you. Come out. Get the word of God. I challenge you. Go on the internet and study some of these things to see what's going on in this world. Do not, be, do not allow Satan to deceive you any longer. Amen? It's going to be an uphill battle. We're going to have to fight and work it together. Tell me what you find out, because I want to learn what's going on. Amen? Share it. And we're going to bring some more of this stuff to the church. I was telling some folks, it's been four years or three years since I stepped into this pulpit. 
and I got my issues. But when the call comes again, I ain't going to say no. Now, tomorrow I got to work it. I got presentations to put together, and I'm, on, I'm leaving on Wednesday. I got to work hard. But I say one thing I did finish. I finished what God asked me to do. Now you finish it too, amen? Be blessed. <laughs>